0: You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen-Anderson on 93.3 and AM
1: 560, KWTO. So, the World Economic Forum held its 54th meeting in Davos, Switzerland it was a week or about a couple weeks ago um january 15th through the 19th um in davos switzerland so uh, you know you hear about the world economic forum and um klaus schwab and all that stuff um so what is it it's an international non-government organization and they they balance public and private um sector collaboration it was started in 1971 it's kind of interesting i was born in 72 and so um by this German engineer, Klaus Schwab. So the foundation's stated mission is improving the state of the world by engaging business, political, academic, and other leaders of society to shape global, regional, and industry agendas. So they want to basically run the world. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Their, their, their um, foundation is mostly funded by its thousand member multinational companies. So they invite all these companies. I remember Vivek Ramaswamy talked about it in his book on woke Inc. How he was invited to be a part of it. He was a young entrepreneur and they, they oftentimes look at young entrepreneurs like at Harvard or MIT and they give them grants to fund their research, their research because they think, Hey, these people are going to make it big and get rich. And then we want to invite them to be a part of the, um, the world economic forum, engineering and, You know, science and politics and academics, academics, they all come together. And so when Vivek Ramaswamy's company did indeed hit it big, he ended up, um, you know, they invited him, but he turned down the invitation. So, um, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, who, by the way, he's worth between 25 and 100 million dollars. This German engineer, you know, there's no, no record of him actually you know, inventing anything or doing anything, but, you know, getting people together, that's kind of the dealio there. So, um, but at the World Economic Forum in 2024, they had people that gave speeches, people like Al Gore. Um, you know, it is a speech included by him trying climate change ideology. That's what they had over there. He was tying climate change ideology to the Bible. John Kerry's daughter, she apparently rambled in and and um, John Kerry boasted that no one politician anywhere in the world can undo efforts to impose the World Economic Forum's agenda. What what one politician anywhere in the world um, do you think he's talking about? He's talking about President Donald Trump. And so the World Economic Forum, they claimed, um that it unites the foremost political, business, cultural, and other leaders of society to shape global, regional, and industry agendas. And so they claim this because, They are the smartest, richest people in the world that control a lot of the power, and they want us to follow, and they plan on um, doing what needs to be done. They they try to stay a step ahead of us, you know. So if they want us to, you know, um, go green and to not eat meat, and we still want to eat meat, then what do they do? Well, they buy up farmland, and they stop trying to um, to raise cattle and cows. If they, you know, want us not to use a certain medicine, well, they stop it at the supply chain. This is what they do. So their most recent conference, it left no doubt that the world um, should resist being shaped by the secular progressive globalist agenda. I mean, they they had stuff like this. I mean, they included taking part in a pagan ritual, advocating for universal and biometric ID and global tax. Uh, they talk about the public, private, government censorship of the internet. They don't like what we're being told. Um, the the um, The conservative media, and they talk about reining in the elected officials like Trump, his ability to deliver for the voters. And so, there's some stuff that they discussed here that um, I, I want to talk about a few outrageous moments. And I'll start with this. I saw this on the internet, and this is what made me want to dive into this a little bit more. They had a pagan ritual. Um, So they displayed the love of paganism there. So in their forum on the Wednesday of that week, um, um, there's a forum called Climate and Nature, and they invited a shaman to carry out a a pagan ritual for the healing of the planet because the healing is spiritual. And this person was like chanting and doing um, incantations, who knows what um, this person was doing. Um, Chiefess Putani, she began her healing ritual by saying that she represented the voice of the forest people and the voice of the forest. It was quite disturbing, quite weird, and definitely antithetical to what many of us conservative Christians believe. And this is what's going on over in the World Economic Forum, a Pagan Ritual. And so, but they want us to to trust them for economics, for business and so on and so forth. Here's another um, outrageous moment. They introduced a digital ID to track your whole life. Now, this is kind of weird because when you talk about a digital ID, what do you think about? You think about maybe you know a place where all of your information can be stored or shared, maybe a card or something. and you know, um, your health records your your um, credit scores, your cash. Well, you don't have to have cash, but your money. Um, all these things can be stored there. And you know what? Oh, by the way, you know, to make it easy so that you don't lose your card, why don't we just maybe, you know, put a chip, just a small little chip in your hand or in your forehead or something that you can scan anytime, anywhere. Yeah, sounds weird, doesn't it? Sounds pretty biblical, doesn't it? And you look at this and say, oh, you're being one of them Bible thumpers. Okay. Yeah, you just go ahead and, and think what you want and, you know, um, can you imagine, though, when if if they were to go to something like this to put all your information, your health information, your your financial information, your credit information, all these things on a little chip, and to make sure that nobody stole it from you to keep you safe, we'll just go ahead and put, we can make this chip so small and it's so safe, we can put it in your hand on your forehead or whatever, and now here's the deal. Unless you have this, you're not going to be able to buy or sell goods and services See this is the stuff I mean this digital ID to track your whole life. We look at stuff like this and say oh well you're being you know one of those like you know bible thumpers that's just you know conspiracy there no I mean you we're steps away from stuff like this happening. Steps away. And we got to we got to make sure we see what's going on the World Economic Forum they're planning these things. And they're ahead of us. They they're thinking down the road and we're too busy Taking kids to soccer, to play, to football, to whatever. We're too busy trying to pay for all the extra stuff that we got in our house that we don't need. We're not paying attention. And there are rich people who have time to think about stuff like this. They are paying attention. Here's another thing that they talked about at the global um, economic or at the World Economic Forum. They want to um, put um, um they want to implement a global tax. So this would allow them to raise money and and to gain authority if they were able to tax people, they say, let's start taxing carbon. That's what they want to do. If you are, you know, producing or emitting carbon, which United States, we do, then you're going to be taxed. Now, if you're a developing country, we'll give you a pass. That's how they get these developing countries that so-called are developing countries like India and China, who, by the way, although they are some of the poorest countries in the world, they're also the richest countries in the world. And so they're, they're looking at this. The Biden administration took the first step towards this tax in 2021 when it supported a global minimum tax. Um, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development agreed to an to outline this tax of fifteen percent, which would allow foreign nations um, to tax U.S. based corporations. So Biden's agreeing to this stuff. And fifty-five nations have begun adopting this um this um these guidelines, and that is scary, and so um yeah um a lot of stuff coming. I think Frizz has given me the the out. I got more on this World Economic Forum. They have efforts to force social media companies to yield to government censorship. We've seen that stuff happening. Um, I'm I'm gonna I got more on this. I wanna I just, we we gotta make ourselves aware. We have to make sure that we are aware. Um, where did I get this? information from i'm gonna give you guys a website oh i got this from the washington stand seven most outrageous moments at the world economic forum you you need to know what's going on because they are pushing these agendas and we need to know so we got more information on this i'm when we come back we're gonna have um some local news we'll do the weather and then i'll i'll continue with this a few of these um outrageous moments things that we need to know from the world economic forum so we'll do that Right after this local news and then um, traffic with Don Lusader
0: You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don Lusader and Producer Cass Moen-Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. in the morning on a Monday on Wake Up Springfield. We are starting off with 27 chilly degrees this morning, a wind chill of 20, frost on the ground. But I think things are going to warm up nicely. Tom Schmidt with Color Ted and Fox 49 joining us now. And, Tom, I'm not going to lie, and all of us here in the studio agree, it was sure nice to see that sunshine yesterday.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, Good morning, John. Yes, so the sun came out after about, I think it was six days. Wow. kind of cloudy, dreary weather, so. Well-deserved. Yeah, it was nice to see it. And then, uh, so we kind of hinted at the warm-up
0: yesterday, but I guess it really begins in earnest today.
2: It does. Yeah, we made upper 40s yesterday. but sun made it feel fantastic. Um, we're still clear this morning. A little bit of fog out there, but uh, mostly clear out the door. And it's going to be sunny again today. That sun's not going away. And temperatures today, upper 50s to near 60 degrees. Wow. So fantastic weather there. Yeah, we haven't seen that in a while. I don't think we've seen 60 degrees this year yet. So areas that do see that, likely northern Arkansas, could be the first time of the year.
0: Very good. And then uh, the pattern really continues for several days, right?
2: It does. It will be a little cooler tomorrow, but still mild, around 50, upper 40s to near 50 degrees. There's a little storm system going to the east of us. We're not going to have any impacts on that, but it will cool us down a little bit for one day only. Uh, For Wednesday, you know, it's going to be sunny again and temperatures mild, low to mid-50s, and Thursday, nice, low 60s, a few clouds Thursday. there will be a kind of a weak piece of energy trying to come through, probably just looking at clouds, don't expect much moisture with it, if anything, maybe some sprinkles for Thursday and Friday. Uh, But yeah, through Friday, temperatures, yeah, 50s and, like I said, 60s on Thursday.
0: All right, and then uh, when might we expect to see some rain, perhaps uh, over the weekend?
2: Yeah, it looks like the weekend. There'll be a storm coming off the West Coast, and uh, so... Uh, it looks like it'll be a southerly track. Um, so what that means is most of the rain will be over Arkansas. That could still change, being about you know, five or six days away, exactly where it goes. But it does look like a southerly track, so rain likely over Arkansas. And if you get into Missouri, southern Missouri, chances go down for us, but I'm still hanging on to about a 30 to 40% chance of rain showers as it goes Saturday into Sunday as things stand right now. It could go farther south. It could come a little farther north. But uh, there's definitely going to be some rain in the area for the weekend. A little cooler, too, temperature-wise, in the 40s for the weekend. Okay,
0: 40s. And then do you think that will hold heading into next week, or might we warm up again?
2: We'll rebound a little bit. Um, It certainly will. It may not be instant, but uh, we should get a little better, maybe, for next week. Very good. Tom, overall, a very good
0: forecast. We'll talk to you again tomorrow and check on any updates.
2: All right, thank you, Don. Appreciate it. All
0: right, thank you. Tom Schmidt, color 10 and Fox 49 with a very nice, uh, winter forecast for us this week with those temperatures in the fifties and in some instances, low
1: sixties. Yes, sir. I can deal with that right there. Me too. Yeah. So, Hey, um, we've been talking about the world economic forum. Um, it was held a week or so ago in Davos, Switzerland, where there thousand rich elites come together business. And, um, you know, public private sectors they talk about you know economics they talk about academics they talk politics and stuff and how they can shape what's going on and how they're smarter than us richer than us more powerful than us so they can tell us what to do you'll own nothing and like it frizz that's what they tell us um <laughs> that's what i have hate rich think. people i <laughs> do like you hate rich people bro i mean it seems like well yeah
3: because of what you just said they feel like they're smarter and more snobbier and that this that and the other and i in some cases, yes, I agree, but that doesn't mean I have to like him. Well, Alex is rich, and he's not like
1: that. Well, we know I'm not. You are, though, Don. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. rich in the favor of the Lord, but Don has all kinds of money. He's been in media for 25 years. Oh yeah, You don't hate Don, do I'm you? I'm breaking it in. No, no, because
3: I, I know he works in media, so he doesn't get paid much. <laughs>
1: Friz, you trip me out. Frizz comes in on on a daily basis and tells the things that he hates. Have you know? not you smile like it's it's always funny. I isn't? love it though. He does it in a nice way though. It's what was the first fun. thing? What was the first thing he said he hates? I forget. Like when he came in the, earlier today. I have uh, no idea. I'm I've already no forgotten.
0: forgotten. It was something. And and before the end of the show, we'll know another thing that he hates. <laughs> There'll sure. be plenty of things that
3: I'll entail between now and now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So anyway, but over there, um, the World Economic Forum, a couple of takeaways. Um, One of the ones that I just mentioned before the break, they want to force social media companies to yield to government censorship. This is huge right here, you know, because the way that media has, you know, changed over the years. And Don, you know, you can see this. I I read an article about how a lot of the um, media companies are laying off last year, like Sports Illustrated basically laying off their staff. Um, all these different newspapers, Washington mm-hmm. Post, whatever, they're laying off people. Why do you think that is, first of all?
0: Well, for, for newspapers, I think it's because, uh, you know, the, the print is becoming, you know, scarce. Uh, I mean, as far as the ability to have a successful newspaper, so all, all of their efforts have gone into online, social media. Yeah. But also, we used to not have, before we had social media, we just had media. Now, with social media, anybody, can be a journalist, whether they have the credentials to be one or not. And that's where our world gets scary because a lot of people believe everything they read on social media.
1: And, you know, media has changed. I was reading in this article how media has changed. And during the Trump years, these media um, outlets, they were getting a lot of big ratings because people wanted to tune in to see what the, and this article said what the orange man had to say. Yeah, absolutely. You think about the late night talk shows they were on fire when they had Trump material. Well, Trump's not in it. He hasn't been in it for three years. And now they can't blast Biden because you got the media bias. So, you know, you what do you have to listen to media for? It's just like, oh, yeah, Biden's great. Yeah, there's no worries over here. And they don't really have Trump to blast. That's why they, they try to blast him a lot because, you know, they get ratings and clicks when they get that. So if President uh, Trump gets reelected, the media might have a resurgence. I think so. That's what this article kind of is asserting. But a lot of people have gone to social media companies, like you said, Don, to get their information. I think about, like, the young people that are, you know, 20s and 30s and younger. They get their news from TikTok. They get it from, you know, social media, Instagram, whatever, Twitter. That's where people get their news from. Does that scare you? It absolutely that, that does.
0: young people are getting their news from TikTok? It absolutely does.
1: <laughs> I mean, wow. It absolutely does. I mean, because... um, Number one, when you people, the the allure of TikTok is give me the headline, give me the six seconds. Right. So even if you're getting news from there, you're getting something that could very well be accurate. They're only watching what, six, seven, 10, 15, 20 seconds of it. You can't get the full context of a story in that short period of time. No. They get the highlight clip or whatever it is, the Jesse Waters tweet or whatever. And, and so the people don't get the context of things. So it's easy. To manipulate them. Did you have something for us? No, I was just, well, first off, I was swimming at
3: Tom Blatt, <clears throat> oh, okay. by the way. He's back after being in uh, Murray State, Murray in Murray, Kentucky yesterday. And the fact that he's here just shows that he is a beast at being a broadcaster and a show host. But, no, you're exactly right. You're Alex, you're basically talking about my generation in no. a nutshell. And that's why I'm off of social media except for TikTok. And my TikTok feed has no news on it whatsoever. But you're exactly right. My generation has a short attention span. So we see a tweet, we see a video of five or six seconds, and we make our assumptions and our opinions
0: based off of those five or six seconds. Because you don't have time to question it. Correct. You don't have time to do the work to decide whether what you're seeing or reading or watching is actually accurate. And that's why, like I said,
3: I'm off of social media and have been ever since last March, because there's so much misinformation. And honestly, social media at times is just a toxic environment.
1: Well, I'm going to say this. It's not just your generation. I mean, there's – how many of you are listening to me right now would say guilty – you know, you raise your hand right now, you're in your car. A lot of people get dressed. Pit, yeah. yeah, I mean, this is where, and, and so the, the reality is that's what we've been accustomed to, but here's the deal. The World Economic Forum, they want to now, um, force social media companies to censor what we get, what we see, what we hear. Um, it's kind of like, you know, George um, Orwell's 1984. People are like, well, I've heard of that. Well, you know, they, the government can, if you, if you kind of can force social media companies to censor things, then you can, Paint the narrative. You can you can write the picture of what you want. You saw this so clearly with COVID, with how deadly it was, with the treatment of COVID, with the lockdowns, um, with coming out of COVID, um, things were censored, and that's what they want to do. They want to be able to force. it. I think COVID was just it was just um, a dress rehearsal of it, and so we got to be careful of that. Um, here's another thing they want to they want to rein in people like Donald Trump, who. They, they know that Trump's bigger than, I mean, he is. Trump Trump's bigger than a lot of stuff. He he was taking money away from the world Um economic forum. He's like, no, nah, the United States isn't going to engage in this kind of stuff with who, the World Health Organization, NATO. They don't like that because um, they want the group. The group is bigger. The thousand members, they should not have any leaders of the free, of, of countries that are going against them, especially the leader of the free world, Donald Trump. And so they want to rein him in and they're trying to put in, um, you know, trying to do things that are going to uh, make sure that he doesn't have the, the type of information. Because one of their biggest things is the climate crisis. And Trump's like, nah, bruh, nah, they definitely wouldn't like, um, Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> he went over there and be like, never again and just blast him. He could just take him down intellectually and stuff. And so there's another one. I know we got to go, but they're pushing, um, lockdowns, the green agenda to preserve health. That's a big thing. Everything's about health, 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 health. It's all healthy. Eat kale, do this, don't do that. And it's health, 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 live forever. And that's what they're trying to do, and they, and they get people with that. And so, you know, because people want to live forever, they they can push this agenda that isn't necessarily proven. But, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. The World Health Organization, uh, the World Economic forum, forum, you have to be watching that. Check it out because they are doing stuff um, that may not line up with what you and I agree with. So. Hey, um, man, we got a lot more show for us at um seven fifteen or seven forty five. Trey Bryant's going to be here with the Capital City update. Eight fifteen, uh, Pastor Ray Smith, First Baptist Church in Battlefield. He'll be here with pastor's perspective. But next, we're going to talk about more on this Carrie Lake story, um, where the um they were trying to bribe her to get out of the race. I got a lot more to say about that. We'll do that right after this traffic update with Don Luzader.